124-122, the final score. Lakers over the Rockets. They're 40-30 and on the season. Rockets 16-54. and Rockets uh, continue to solidify the worst record in the NBA. Lakers kind of escaped on this one. Let's not pretend like this was a perfect game by the Lakers. But they do come out with a W, which gives them just a glimmer of hope to potentially avoid that playing tournament. Um, but I think it's safe to say that I, I do think they're going to end up being in this playing tournament. Let me throw out the phone number real quick. Let me throw out a couple topics here that I'm going to get into in the postgame show. And uh, as always, uh, would love for Laker fans to chime in as well. 877-710-ESPN. Uh, I don't put too much stock in this game, but what I'll ask Laker fans is, what do you think of the position here coming into the playoffs? Only two games left. Only two games left. Still dealing with these injuries. LeBron didn't play tonight. Obviously, Anthony Davis. Lakers were uh, being very cautious with these players. The LBJ part, I still don't know because we haven't seen him since he came back uh, after 20 games, played two games, left against Toronto with about six minutes left, and we haven't seen him since then. Um, How are you feeling about the Lakers' postseason chances? Uh, Not even postseason chances. Walking into the postseason, how are you feeling right now? 877-710-ESPN. I think another thing to pay attention to here is some of these Lakers role players who are getting an incredible amount of opportunity to get some experience, to gain some experience. Talon Horn Tucker is one of those players. But let, let let me start off with this. I think everyone is ready for the postseason. Let's just put it that way. I think for the Lakers... When you got a team like the Lakers, they're coming off an NBA championship. Um, The only thing acceptable is to win another championship. That's all that matters. There is no other conversation about, well, Lakers, maybe if they just get to the Western Cup. No, no. It's either a championship or it was a lost season. And this season has dragged on. Yes, it was less games, 72 games. Yes, it was compressed into a shorter time span that we're accustomed to. But the season came back so quick. A lot of different questions about this Lakers team, more uh, having to do with health and uh, keeping guys on the floor. We know how many games AD missed. We know how many games LeBron missed. I feel like we're just kind of, everyone is just getting to the finish line. And by the time we get to this weekend, we're going to have a good chance or we're going to have a good idea of whether Lakers still have a shot at the playing tournament or if those chances are over. And I think we'll also get a better idea of what these last two games, uh, what the goal of these next two games are going to be. It could very, very well be if we see LeBron against Indiana or we see LeBron against the Pelicans, it's probably simply to just tune them up a little bit before that, um, you know, before that playing tournament. But I'd also be lying to you if I didn't think that there's some concern about LeBron still isn't back. Um you know, I, I'm, I'm at Staples Center a little bit earlier, and this is for the um, Lakers are putting up the banner, and LeBron is uh, grabs a microphone. I love that part. thought it was fantastic. It was a really great moment, and I'm going to get into that in just a second here, or at least I'll, I'll just talk about that experience, what that was uh, like. But LBJ, before he put the mic down, he said, road to back-to-back start, starts in about a week. Fan starts um, you know, getting excited, and it felt like there was actually some fans there. I think it was close to about 4,000 capacity. Um, so with all that being said, you see the playoffs right here in front of you. Everybody's ready for the playoffs. These games almost just feel like, in my opinion, uh, that we just got to kind of run through the process to not have so many key players also not a part of this game, and we've kind of seen this, obviously, over the course of this season. You can't really catch too much from these games, but I'll tell you something you can take from the games. One of the things you can take is simple. One of the things you can walk away from this game 
how are some of these role players doing when they get the opportunity? THT has been taking advantage of his opportunity. 23 points, another 10 assists tonight, and just three turnovers. Love the three turnovers part, right? I mean, just kind of think about this for a second. Turnovers portion, last night, even though Talonhorn Tucker hit the game winner that beat the Knicks, a lot of people were talking about those seven turnovers. I don't blame them. I was talking about it too. Is sitting here on the postgame show, but you, you know, one of the things I walked away from yesterday was, well, THT is also taking the biggest shot of the game and has no hesitation to do it, and he's 20 years old. Um, he had 23 and 10 tonight. I love that he's getting these cracks, these opportunities, and making the best of it. Kuzma tonight had probably one of his best statistical games I've seen uh, in his career. I know he's had better games than this, but the 19, 10, and 7, that's fantastic. That's great for Kyle Kuzma. Now, I know Laker fans are going to say, well, yeah, he's got to do that, but do it against when the Lakers are playing the Suns in the playoffs or the Jazz in the playoffs or something along those lines. That, I think, is you know ultimately what's the most important thing for the Lakers is you know, obviously they do this, uh, some of these role players do it in certain situations, pred- predicaments that are in the playoffs. And we're, we're not too far away from that. So that opportunity is going to come uh, before you know it. I do want to play something here real quick. This is Coach talking about Talon Horton Tucker and what he was able to do tonight for the Lakers. Talon's doing a great job for us. You know, let's highlight the positive. I mean, he's carrying a big load, uh, you know, being asked to, you know, basically run the whole team. Uh, with with all of our our point guards and quarterbacks out, uh, he's really a, a scoring two, and um, he's doing a phenomenal job uh, helping us these last two games. That is the one thing that I'll take away from these last couple of games. Let these other guys get some run. The Lakers, obviously, yes, they're winning some of these last few games, but the the reality is, it just feels like to me everyone's ready for the playoffs and. Um, Tuesday, you're probably going to get that playing tournament. I mean, we don't even have – still Saturday and Sunday hasn't been determined. A lot of the standings in both conferences have not yet been determined. A lot of the playing tournament games have not yet been determined. That's kind of how how exciting this season has been. That's the crunch time. Everything is coming down to crunch time, and uh, that's, uh, I, I think, a, a part of this story that we're appreciating and we're enjoying simply for the mere fact that – um, each one of these games count all the way till the end of the season. Okay, quick shout-out here. Coors Seltzer. Rocky Mountain Refreshment, now in a hard seltzer. And check this out. Every 12-pack purchased refreshes our rivers with 500 gallons of water. Now that's refreshing. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, brewed in Fort Worth, Texas. Details at CoorsSeltzer.com. We appreciate uh, Coors Seltzer's partnership here on the uh, on the post-game show. Um, one other point that I wanted to hit on real quick. You know, you look at some of the stats here from individual players. Andre Drummond, another 20-10. and 10. Uh, Markeith Morris finally gets into a little bit of a groove, hits a couple threes, 5-12 from the field, plays pretty significant amount of minutes, uh, 23 minutes at least significant for him. He had 14 points. Um, Alfonso McKinney and KCP each with 10 points. Montrez Harrell with another 16 points, played 26 minutes. He had seven guys for the Lakers scoring double figures, so... Uh, that's fantastic. That's what you need, by the way. You're, you're going to have, um, when you're missing your stars, you're going to need a bunch of guys to obviously contribute. Tonight, the Lakers uh, eventually got that, and they got it from those seven players that I just named off right there. Okay, let's do a couple things when we come back. Let's take some of your phone calls, 877-710-ESPN. Give me your thoughts on this Lakers game tonight. Um, if you were at the game and you want to talk about what Banner Night was like, 
Uh, feel free to share that with me as well. I'm going to do that on the uh, when we come back as well. What a cool moment, right? Jeannie Buskin, a, a chance to address Laker fans for um, really the first time in a long time. And I know they were uh, – LeBron talked about the ring ceremony. That was more for the players. Fans weren't there, but tonight was more for the fans. So we'll do that uh, coming up next. If you want to be a part of the show, 877-710-ESPN. This is the Pizza Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Olenek, guarded by Wes Matthews. Olenek sizes him up, drives to the rim. Stolen by Taylor Harden Tucker, and that should do it. What a couple of nights for THT. It wasn't stolen by THT. It was stolen by Wes Matthews, who deflected it over to THT. So I would, I would give that steal to Wes Matthews. He was the one who, who deflected it away. It went to McLemore. Yeah, it was, it was Wes Matthews who was... Pushed, pumped the, pushed the ball away from Olenek because he's trying to get around him. So that was good hands by Wes Matthews. All right, when the dust settled, Wesley Matthews with another defensive stop for the Lakers. Wes Matthews saved the Lakers yesterday by getting that uh, rebound and uh, put back in regulation. And then tonight does it on the defensive side. The defensive play of the game is brought to you by Adriana's Insurance. Win and save on your auto insurance, and only Adriana's Insurance can guarantee it. We give you more options. Unique offers and exclusive opportunities get the coverage you need at the best price. Visit SaveWithAdrianas.com today. Adrianas Insurance, more options, no contracts, just savings. Lakers over the Rockets, one twenty-four to one twenty-two. Before I get to a few of uh, a few of your guys' phone calls out there, let me just say this real quick: um, the Wesley Matthews last night and tonight, good for him because you know if this dude was supposed to come in and kind of replace Danny Green and. That's the role that he's going to play for the Lakers. He's got to also walk into the postseason with as much confidence as possible because his number may get called. It may get called uh, because somebody gets in foul trouble. Maybe there's injuries, whatever the case is. So we need Wesley Matthews when we do get to uh, the postseason. Um, okay, let me take a couple phone calls. Let's go to let's go to Adrian in Los Angeles. What's going on, Adrian? How's it going? Good man. Thank uh, yeah. You. So I think um, I think in, in terms of the post. Uh, of the play-in tournament, I think the Lakers was, you know, we knew kind of AD wasn't going to play tonight, but LeBron probably could have played. But I think the Lakers probably have conceded the idea to like playing in the, uh, you know, the play-in tournament, and I think that's probably why LeBron played tonight, especially with playing against the Houston Rockets. There's like no names on that team, and Kevin Porter Jr. didn't even play, so um, I think it was probably the safe bet to rest LeBron. I think what's what's like pros and cons the game tonight is like you see talent the Lakers have on the roster, but I think it's also concerning that, you know, they couldn't pull away a little farther or they let Houston get back into the game. Sure. Uh, you know, so uh, overall, I think, you know, I'm glad we got the win. Um, but it was ugly. But I think, I'm, I'm with you, Adrian. It's not like yeah, one of those dude, games. It was ugly, man. Uh, but I, uh, I, but I, I appreciate that- you calling in. Let me let me grab a couple more phone calls, and I got to uh, let me just kind of respond to what you just said. As far as conceding to the playing tournament, you might be right. And here's the reality: it's 
it's been just close enough, even that Lakers-Portland game last week, it's been just close enough where they would try to avoid the playing tournament, but Portland's won nine of their last ten games. Um, both of those teams have the tiebreaker on the Lakers. Okay, you could avoid the playing tournament maybe if you go all in two weeks ago, but you didn't really have that luxury, and you keep starting to weigh, well, what's more important, playing an extra game here at home at Staples Center that is not even do or die because if you lose that one, you get another one at home at Staples Center? Um, Or is it more important to just let the guys rest? And really who I'm talking about is LeBron. Now, I'm not completely sold on the LBJ part until we actually get to see him and see how he's feeling and see how he's doing. Um, That's just me being cautious about a player that sat out for 20 games, came back, played almost two full games, and then has been out since that game against the Toronto Raptors. So we'll see how things play out. But I think about conceding the playing tournament, yeah, you might be right. By the way, Portland still has a game tomorrow at the Suns. And let's just say Portland lost that game, which could happen. Suns are trying to surpass the Utah Jazz, who lost today to Portland. Um, Then that means we're going into the final weekend where the Lakers are still not out of it with the Pacers and the uh, Pelicans. All right, let me... uh, Take a few more calls here. Let's go to uh, Rudy, who is just leaving the game at Staples Center. Rudy, thank you for calling in, bud. What's going on? Hey, Slew. How you, how's it going tonight? Good, man. Thank you. What uh, What do you think of the game? And I, I got here on the notes. Uh, how about How about the banner? What do you think of putting up number seventeen? So I was in section two hundred seven. So I don't know if you're familiar with Staples Center and how it's laid out. Mm-hmm. I was literally right underneath the banner mm-hmm. itself, and seeing that being unveiled was. I mean, I always saw them on TV with Derek Fisher, Kobe Bryant unveiling them. And I promised myself when LeBron James got to L.A., if he ever brought a championship to the city, I would come and see that banner get revealed. And tonight I got to see that. I didn't get to see LeBron in uniform, but I got to see Jeannie, LeBron, and AD do that ceremony. And I just got chills from the whole thing. And totally worth the experience coming down to Staples Center and seeing that happen and I'm I hope it came across on TV just as well. Well, good for you, man. That's awesome that uh and I appreciate you sharing that story and appreciate you calling into the post game show. Um you know, it's interesting. I, I I like hearing somebody else's perspective, especially a fan's perspective. I've been doing so many of these games over the last year plus, right? And it's not often where we're getting fans now calling after a game from, hey, I'm just leaving Staples Center. This was my experience at the game. Why did this happen? Why did that happen? You know, we're most emotional sometimes when we're leaving the games. But banner night, championship number 17 went up tonight, final game of the regular season. You know, Jeannie had said this on Spectrum Sportsnet back when they made the announcement that um, tonight was going to be the night, that they wanted to give as much time as possible to – um, have the most amount of fans possible under COVID-19 protocols. So they had about 4,000 capacity. I will tell you, as somebody who's been at every game at Staples Center this year, it's starting to feel like real games again. I know we're not there yet. I know it's still a small percentage of what Staples Center is like when there's 19,000 fans there and it's a playoff game and the environment's there and it's a good matchup or you see LBJ on an 18-foot fadeaway or a lob to Anthony Davis. I get all that. But trust me when I tell you it's starting to feel like a game. And tonight, watching the banners or watching Banner Night, that was a fantastic moment. There's Genie Bus. They play this on the uh, Jumbotron. They play kind of a um, just a, a 
a montage of all these different championship highlights over the years and the history of the Lakers. And then you finally get to, you know, obviously last season, you hear John Ireland, you hear uh, Billy Mack, Bill McDonald on the TV call and the radio call, and they're kind of going back and forth. Takes you back to that Orlando bubble, takes you back to that championship. Genie uh, addresses the fans. LeBron James addresses the fans. Championship number 17 that ties the Lakers with the Boston Celtics um, is uh, is unveiled. And then Anthony Davis talks, and both the LeBron and Anthony Davis say it's playoff time. I mean, how can you not get excited about that? Uh, it was a, a special moment, definitely a, a cool moment. All right, let me, let me get one more quick call here. Let's go Mike, who's driving home as well from the game. Mike, thank you for calling in, bud. Hey, thanks so much, Alan. And it was an incredible night. This is, you know, my we've been family. Our family's been season ticket holders since the '90s, and this is a sixth uh, banner raising, and it, it is was just as spectacular. And you know what was different with this one is we got there about seven o'clock, and we're walking in the stadium, and Jeannie Bus is standing there in the aisleway, uh, in the hallways, greeting fans. <laughs> she took pictures with us. She was there. Linda Rambis was there. Billy Mack was there. They were just so engaging. It made it intimate. And, you know, when Jeannie said, hey, I'm going to do this for the fans, she made you feel that. Hmm. And she was just wonderful to even take a moment to talk to you, to, to just say thanks, thank you to the fans individually. And it was just awesome. It was the most intimate of banner raisings I've seen. They were all spectacular, but this one was really special, and she really made it special. And it, it was just great because we weren't there for the championship. We weren't there for the playoff games, but – at least we were there for the banner raising, and it was just wonderful, especially for the, the 4,000 that were in there. Mike, appreciate you uh, sharing that story. Uh, give me more of those. If you guys, if some Laker fans out there want to share some um, some championship number 17 banner going up, you can certainly do that, 877-710-ESPN. If you want to talk about this game, 877-710-ESPN. If you want to start looking towards the playoffs, we can do that as well. Um, I want to hit on something Mike just mentioned, and we'll do that when we come back. Jeannie Buss, um, this was a couple months ago. She came on the uh, Travis and Sliwa show. And, you know, it was such an honor to get a chance to connect with her and talk to her. But she kept emphasizing, like, hey, at the end of the day, the, the thing I miss most, I just want to be around Laker fans. I just want to be around Laker Nation. That's that's what this Buss family has built, but her specifically. She's so um, personable. She's this is, uh, this is what their family has done. They've won championships for Lakers, for first of all, for not just for Los Angeles, for Laker fans really across the world. Um, all right, more of your phone calls when we come back. Uh, plus, I'm going to kind of focus here on the NBA standings because there's still a lot moving and going on. And if it is the Lakers and the Golden State Warriors in that playing tournament, how exciting will that be? Stay right here. This is the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Points in the Paint all season long is sponsored by Vista Paint. Right now, local residents can take 40% off on factory direct high quality Vista Paint products. A Vista Paint team member will show you how locally owned, manufactured, and operated since 1956 Vista Paint. So I do this points in the paint every postgame. I do points in the paint. Lakers broke a franchise record tonight. 
86 points in the paint. 86 to 50. Lakers over the Houston Rockets, uh, points in the paint. 124-122 was the uh, final score. Lakers now 40 and 30 on the season. Um, the uh, the defensive play was Wesley Matthews. We we talked about that uh, just a little bit earlier in that last segment. Wesley Matthews kind of saved the day two nights in a row. Saved the day to put the game in overtime yesterday, um, and then saved the day today with or tonight with a steal in that final possession. Here's Wesley Matthews on his steal. Well, that's one of his big things that he likes to do: uh, handoff, fake handoff, keep. Uh, obviously, he's a tremendous threat. They usually have somebody running over the top to try to create confusion. Um, but I can't remember who was guarding on ball, the guard that uh, went over the top of Olenek. So they did a good job staying attached. So I didn't have to uh, feel like I had to loosen up at all. And at that point, I knew it was a one-on-one game. And, um, you know, the further you are from the basket, the more it favors me being uh, a guard against uh, a forward. All right, can we give Wesley Matthews some love here? Give him some love. Two uh, straight games. Wesley Matthews comes through for the Lakers in critical situations. Uh, a couple more phone calls. 877-710-ESPN. Let's go to Todd. Todd is leaving the game as well. Uh, Todd, you're on the Pizza Lakers Lakers game show. Yes, sir. Hi. How are you, man? I'm good, I'm man. Thank elated. You. It, it was a great game. I'm so happy. I went with my son. It was a great, great feeling to be there for the unveiling of the banner. But I got to cut to the chase. I'm a lifetime, lifelong Laker fan. Sure. Dating back to the Jack, Jack Kent Cook days, okay? I was a, I was a Lakers fan when they drafted Magic. Hmm. So I grew up in the Showtime era. I saw the Kobe and Shaq era, and now I'm witnessing this era. But I'm very troubled. I know we didn't have our stars tonight, but I'm very troubled that we barely beat the best, worst team in the league. And we're celebrating about this. Not this much, is not good. Not, Todd, not much of a celebration, I'll, I'll tell you that. I mean, I, I'll... I, I will tell you that yes, you walked away with a win, but um, yeah, it's just kind of weird. Y'all, I'm almost like the rest of these games. You're just ready to get into that playing tournament. I feel like the Lakers probably feel the same way as well. You know what I mean? Um, this is not, uh, and I appreciate you calling in, Todd. This is not one of those games that um, it, it, it's not something you're going to take away a lot from. And a lot of these games, too, without LeBron James over the last 30 days. You know, good matchups. You go face the Phoenix Suns and you face uh, the Clippers and Denver. And you can't take much away from these games. You had Utah twice. You had Dallas twice. You had uh, the the game on the road against the Portland Trailblazers. It's tough to take anything away from these games, whether they're good teams or they're bad teams. Listen, if they're bad teams like the Houston Rockets, I'm sorry. We could all try to you know that motivate each other. And Michael and I were talking about in the pregame show. There's you very easily can walk away from a game like tonight or coming into a game like tonight and just not be motivated or not be on your A game. And maybe they're more motivated when the competition is better. Uh, yes, Lakers are missing a lot of players, but that wasn't good basketball. It wasn't good defense. Lakers weren't playing any defense. Um, I feel like everybody's ready for the playoffs. Let me just put it that way. All right, before uh, we start looking at the uh, NBA standings, uh, Darian in Los Angeles. Darian, uh, thank you for calling in, bud. Hey, Alex, thanks for taking my call. First off, I want to say I appreciate you and your coverage of the Lakers. I was at the game tonight as well, and, yeah, I have to echo it to the other fans. It was beautiful. Um, one thing, I, Two things I wanted to point out was 
the little video montage that they did while simultaneously lighting up each era of the mm. banners that were on the wall. I think that should be happening every game. That's so amazing. It's like a little crash course in Laker history in like 10 seconds. Well, Dar- then, uh, Darian, I was, I was so, I was watching the Jumbotron. I actually didn't even know that was going on. So, dude, I, Alan, I, dude, I know, I know. Whole, well, listen, I, I was trying to record, I was trying to record for ESPN Los Angeles. I, I, I guess I, I wasn't on my A game tonight. Hey, I, I, I thought about recording it, but I was like, I just got to see it with my own eyes. I know Spectrum Sports is going to have great coverage of it. So mm-hmm. I just enjoyed it. With, like I, like the other fan said, you know, however many of it was, it was it wasn't the 18,997 that it normally is. But, uh, you know, it was it felt good to be back. It felt good to just feel everybody, to hear, to hear the cheering, and hear, even hear the booing as it was kind of a tough game. Sure. But uh, as you said, West Matthews got to have some props. And the role players in general all seem to be kind of uptrending at the perfect time. So just waiting for our big, big boys to come back and then it's on. Well, I appreciate you calling in. Thank you, man. Um, the uh, the big boys are they coming back Saturday? I have no idea. They coming back Sunday? No idea. I know that there's a very strong likelihood Lakers will be in that playing tournament. So let let me just explain real quick what's going on. Number one seed in the Western Conference is still up for grabs. Utah's fifty and twenty. Phoenix is forty eight and twenty one. Phoenix plays Portland tomorrow. That game still has significance to the Suns, and it still have, has significance uh, for the Portland Trailblazers. Okay, Clippers and Nuggets are separated by a game for 3-4. Portland and Dallas are tied with the same exact record. Lakers are a game, and they're a game behind uh, Portland and Dallas. But the tiebreaker goes to Portland-Dallas, so the only way the Lakers can get into that 6th or 5th seed is either Portland and Dallas got to lose their final two games and Lakers have to go 2-0. Okay, so it's not over yet. By the way, Portland, you're still on the road against the Phoenix Suns. Then you got a home game against Denver. Um, so it's not still a lock. Warriors and Memphis are going back and forth in that. Um, why is that significant? Because if let's just say you're, uh, let's say you're the eighth seed, you can still lose a game and get another shot to get in the playoffs. If you're the ninth seed, you lose, you're done. Um, So that's what Golden State and Memphis is fighting for. So with all that being said, the only thing that's secured in the Western Conference is the 10th seed, San Antonio Spurs. They can't drop out. Uh, Well, I guess actually, no, they still could drop out technically if they probably lost their last two games. Sacramento sitting at 31 and 38. So nonetheless, that's where we are in the Western Conference right now. Um, when we come back, I want to take a listen to Talon Horn Tucker. Uh, THT has had two good games for the Lakers. Let's get his thoughts, how he did, his personal performance, how he's doing in general uh, with this Lakers team. We'll do that coming up next. Stay right here. Pizza at Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. 124-122, Lakers over the Houston Rockets. Schedule left in the regular season for the Lakers. Saturday and Sunday, they go back-to-back. So two nights off. Then they got the Pacers, they got the Pelicans, um, and then at some point work their way back and probably host a uh, play-in game 
on a Tuesday against what looks like could be the Golden State Warriors. Can you imagine Steph Curry, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Draymond Green in a playing tournament? Uh, we'll take it. I think it'll be exciting. I know that's not ideal, but that's just the situation predicament Lakers are in. Um, I mentioned T- Talon Horn Tucker, what he's done over these last couple of games. The big shot yesterday, the 23 points, 10 assists tonight, just three turnovers tonight. Um, I want to play Talon Horn Tucker. Talon Horton Tucker, his full interview. Let's get his thoughts on the game and, and his personal performance. Hey, Taylor, just uh, wanted to get your perspective on Wesley's play. I uh, wasn't the only one defensively. Uh, obviously, he's been playing pretty well lately. Uh, what did you see from him on the defensive play to steal the game? Uh, defensively, you know, he came up big for us tonight, uh, making that, you know, big stop at the end. You know, that's a, a big, huge stop that we needed. And, uh, you know, just the last two games, Wes has came in in the clutch and, you know, you know, we appreciate him. We're happy that he's been ready throughout this whole period. Uh, Taylor, I'm not your guys' best defensive performance of the season. Uh, what did you have to do to, to make sure you got a victory uh, after it seemed like it was slipping there? Uh, just tighten up, you know, try to defend the three-point line as best as we could. Uh, listen, you know, the coach staff telling us the right things to do. And, uh, you know, I feel like that was pretty much it. Just, you know, we lock into our defensive coverages. Uh, I feel like we're pretty good. And then just zooming out big picture, it's still possible, right, that you guys could get uh, into the six, depending on what Portland and Dallas do in their other games. How much are you guys focusing on what you have going on in the court uh, versus this whole, you know, play-in situation? Uh, we're just trying to focus on, you know, the day ahead. Uh, just be, you know, ready for the next game. And, uh, of course, you know, we're here, but it's something that we just want to, you know, continue to try and, uh, you know, work towards. Okay, Dave McMenamin, please. Hey, Taylor, considering tonight, was a banner night for you all. Could you put into words the player you are today versus the player that was on uh, the team that won that championship in, in Orlando? What has what the last you know seven months or so been like for you in terms of your progress as a player? Uh, it's like you know, I always say, it's just been a, a big learning experience for me. Uh, since then, I've been, you know, my listening ears has been on uh, to everybody who's, you know, been willing to you know, give me advice. So I've just been appreciative of it. And uh, just, you know, this whole this whole few months span throughout the quarantine, things like that, has just been uh, really, you know, great for my growth. Kyle Goon, please. Hey, Taylor, um, not to be a total downer on this, but but you had another turnover late in the game tonight. Um, so where are you at with um, some of those uh decision-making things at, at late in games and, and what do you kind of feel, um, you know, you think right now off the top of your head, you, you could have worked, you could work on before the playoffs. Um, well, you know, of course you don't want that to happen. Uh, we try to control, watch, go watch film. Uh, you know, it's, it's always another day. So I feel like, uh, you know, just going back on it, uh, something I always just, you know, continue to work on and try to, you know, change for the next time. We still got the win, so that's just the most important thing. Do we have any more, uh, Amanda? How would you evaluate your gameplay being a starter during this game? Like, can you just give me like an overall just evaluation of how you feel you did? Uh, I feel like I did okay. Could have did it. Could have did a you know a bit better. Uh, you know, still like you know the turnovers and things like that. Uh, you know, knowing time to score. Um, but you know, I feel like like I said, it's just I don't know how to you know keep putting it, but it's just being. Uh, you know, a listener and a learner just trying to, you know, learn from my mistakes and listen to everybody that's telling me the right things to do. So uh, that's really all I can really say about that. All right, that's Taylor Horn Tucker. So Lakers over the Rockets, 124-122. to 122. Um, Final couple of things I'll take away from this game. So banner night, 
before the game starts, championship number 17 uh, goes up at Staples Center. Love the fact that Jeannie Buss, you know, obviously addresses the Laker fans. I think Compassi was about 4,000 fans there tonight. Love the LeBron James saying we're ready for the playoffs. Anthony Davis kind of with a similar mantra. Um, the goal, in my opinion, for these next two games for the Lakers, they got Pacers and uh, Pelicans coming up. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see maybe some version of LeBron and Anthony Davis, maybe not big minutes or anything along those lines. Maybe that changes based upon what happens to the Blazers tomorrow when they play the Suns. If they lose that game to the Suns and let's say the Lakers beat the Pacers on Saturday, then Sunday would come down to if Lakers beat the Pelicans and if the Nuggets beat the Blazers, then Lakers avoid the playing tournament. So it's still that shot is still there. So I think it's kind of in a sense, in a weird way, Lakers are um, trying to balance what uh, you know what's realistic and what's not realistic. And at this point, I think whether they're in that playing tournament or not. Uh, the health portion of just making sure LBJ is okay. And I don't have an answer to that. I really don't. I, I do think that if he was 100%, he would have been playing in some of these final few games. That has not been the case. Um, if this is all part of the game plan and the idea is he's good to go, let's just get the playoffs started and Lakers will have time in that playing tournament. They'll have time if it's Phoenix in the first round to get things figured out. The confidence that the Lakers have in their own team, then we'll just take it from there and we'll see obviously what happens. But um on this front with the Lakers, these final two games could mean a lot or they could mean nothing. So we'll see how the Lakers kind of approach that. We still don't have a game time, by the way, for this uh, upcoming game on Saturday. So just keep that one in mind. As soon as we do get a game time, uh, you know, obviously tune in starting tomorrow, 5 a.m. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, and Travis. Um, we'll uh, we'll make sure to break that to, uh, to Laker fans out there. A uh, quick shout out here. Thank you to Rebecca Womble. Um, thank you to Laura Roma Lopez, uh, Jesse Lopez, and Carlos Saisu. Our next broadcast will be on Saturday. Uh, tomorrow night, uh, the Travis and the Sliwa show. So that's going on at 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Make sure you stay here for all our local coverage. Appreciate you guys tuning in. 124-122 Lakers over the Rockets. Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN.